Welcome to the Grace Lace Podcast. I'm Eve Stipes, and I have the privilege of co-hosting this podcast with my dear friend, Ruth Jo Simons. All season long, she and I are unpacking what truths we can preach to ourselves when we feel unmotivated. Maybe you can relate in this first month of the new year. So whether you're sitting down with a cup of coffee, listening while you take a walk, or sticking in headphones while you tackle a stack of dishes, I'm so glad you're here. Let's see what truth God's word has for us today. Okay, when you're feeling unmotivated, here's another truth you can preach to yourself. Your life isn't your own. Listen to what Colossians 3 verses 1 to 3 have to say. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Did you catch it in verse 3? For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Okay, here's another passage that proclaims this truth. This is from 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You are bought with a price. There it is again. You are not your own. I don't know about you, but this truth isn't necessarily comforting to me right off the bat. When I'm feeling unmotivated, I really want sympathy, or at least some solid empathy. But this particular truth from God's word challenges me. It kind of convicts me. That's not to say it doesn't also bring comfort when I understand it rightly. It just takes a little more digging. I think this truth has maximum impact in my own life when I'm wrestling with a lack of motivation because of a sinful heart. Like Ruth and I talked about in the first episode of this season, there are lots of reasons we may feel unmotivated. Some of them are sinful, some of them are not. This truth just tends to challenge and resonate with me most in a season when I'm wrestling with contentment or with plain old selfishness. You know, the seasons where, as a busy mom of three littles, I get wrapped up in somehow thinking that I'm doing all the work in our household and I deserve a break. I want someone else to make dinner and do the dishes and serve me. Or when I wish the bathroom that my kids share was just bigger, so much so that I'm like, I'm not cleaning the one we have. For the record, my husband is actually really helpful on this front. It's just that my selfish heart wants more. Sometimes our discontent and our selfishness go a lot deeper than mundane tasks, though. Maybe you just can't believe somebody else is recognized or promoted ahead of you at work or school. And because you weren't recognized, you lose motivation to keep being diligent. Or maybe you have a family member who just will not stop asking you when you're going to get married. And because of that, you find yourself losing all motivation to keep engaging with your family or going to any family gathering. Or maybe you've been hurt by someone at church and you let it feed a discontentment in your heart that keeps you unmotivated to go anywhere on a Sunday or gather with any of God's people. There are a million reasons we find ourselves discontent or way too focused on ourselves, whether we think our needs are being met. But if we're not careful, those situations will steal our joy and our motivation. As a quick but really important aside, please do not hear me saying that any of those desires in and of themselves are inherently bad. A desire for help with household tasks from your family is totally legitimate. So is wanting your hard work to be noticed 
and wishing your nosy aunt would stop asking personal questions over dinner. An unresolved hurt in any relationship, specifically in your church community, is really hard to navigate. All of those desires for resolution and for goodness are legitimate, and some of them may need to be discussed with a counseling professional or mediated by a third party. That may be the healthiest next step for your situation. And if it is, please take that step. I'm not suggesting we just preach truth and all of those things get better. What we're talking about today, though, is when our desire to be right or to be the best or to have the most takes everything from us, so much so that we stop engaging with what we've been giving and lose our motivation. Does that make sense? So if after a little bit of reflection, you can identify some discontent or selfishness contributing to your lack of motivation, what should you do? Let's look back at the two passages we started with. Just before the verse I read in 1 Corinthians 6, Paul is actually calling the Corinthian church to sexual purity. But this foundational truth that he lands on is applicable to what we're discussing today. Listen to it again. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? Here it is. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. He's reminding the believers that they have freedom in Christ, but they're not their own. Their redemption... Our redemption was purchased by the blood of Jesus. We belong to him. As Paul's reminding them that their belonging requires a reverence for their lives, it also specifically applies to their bodies. Friend, if you are a Christ follower, you belong to Christ. Your redemption has been purchased by the blood of Jesus, and that requires a reverence for your life. The choices you make, the places you go, how you spend your time, even when you're feeling unmotivated. So what do we do? Paul has some more instruction that applies, this time as he speaks to the Colossian church. If you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. This passage requires a little bit of working backwards. So Paul's giving the instruction first and then his reasoning second. So the instructions are to seek the things that are above and to set your mind on the things that are above. And the reason or the why you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. Wow, that really is the best news, right? (laughs) Your life is hidden with Christ and God. Praise the Lord that that's his plan that Jesus' death and resurrection made a way for us to be hidden with him and God. But that reality comes at a price. It means that we put our own flesh to death in order to belong to him. We have died in order to have new life in him. Paul puts it this way in Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. No matter how you slice it, the truth is clear. Our lives are not our own. We belong to Jesus, and that changes everything, including what we do when we feel unmotivated. If our lives are not our own, we're living for more than what feels good, more than physical comfort, more than contentment in every earthly relationship, more than recognition, and more than tasks and help around the house. 
We're living for the pleasure of an almighty creator God who sent his own son to die for our sins and make a way for us to have a restored relationship with him forever. So look back at Colossians. If we're really working backwards here from this reality, what are we supposed to do? (laughs) Seek the things that are above and set our minds on them. When you and I feel unmotivated because of discontent or selfishness, the remedy is turning our attention to God. When he is the one we're seeking and trying to please instead of ourselves, we have an entirely new framework for motivation, right? My life is not my own, so I can move forward. I can take the next step and do the next thing because it's not dependent on my power or my motivation. I can seek the things above and please my creator. The next time you feel unmotivated because of discontentment, whether because the situation really is difficult or because your heart is just selfish, here's what you can preach. Here's what I'll be preaching to myself when I want other people, most of my family, to just serve me. And I have zero motivation to do what it takes to serve them. Number one, I belong to Christ. Jesus' death purchased my life and I'm no longer my own. I belong to him. Number two, my life is not my own. Because I belong to him, I will look for and set my mind on Christ and his word. And number three, I can move forward. The power of the Holy Spirit in me will keep me serving, keep me loving, and keep me moving. He will provide the motivation I need because I belong to Christ. Can I take just a minute and pray for us, you and me both, (laughs) as we navigate and think about this truth? Lord, we confess that far too often we are discontent and only focused on ourselves and how things affect us. And that when we do that, we become unmotivated to serve others, to move forward, to take care of what you've given us. But Lord, we are so grateful for the truth that our life is not our own. You have claimed us. You've purchased us. We are with you. Our life is hidden with Christ and God. So help us to remember that truth. Help us on the days when it feels really difficult and we just don't want to do anything. When everything feels unmotivating and I'm just feeling blah, help me to remember that because you have purchased me and I belong to you, I really can move forward. Lord, we need your help with this. It's not something that comes naturally. It's not something we'll pick up on our own. We need your spirit in us. Father, would you help myself? Would you help my sisters listening to this episode? Would you help all of us to really, really meditate on what it means that we belong to you, that our life is not our own? And would you use that truth to help motivate us to the action that we need to take, even today? We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So typically at the end of each podcast episode, we wrap up with three questions. And if you've been listening for very long, you know what they are already. Number one, what's the gospel truth? Number two, why does it matter? And number three, what's one small thing we can do to apply that truth to our lives? So in this whole preach to yourself season, we're kind of going for the same thing here. (laughs) The gospel truth is that We will find everything we need to fight for truth in God's word. Why does it matter? Well, because it means he didn't leave us without answers or hope. He gave us his word to help us with everyday life. 
And the small step we're taking, and we would encourage you to do too, is just to really meditate on the truth of today's episode. We're so grateful that we get to learn and rehearse the truth alongside you, and we hope that it spurs conversation with the people that you love. Thanks so much for joining us today. Our prayer is that these episodes are serving you well and helping you fight your lack of motivation, especially at the beginning of a new year. If this episode resonates, we'd love for you to share it on social media, leave a review, talk about it with your friends, you know, the whole shebang. Praying that you have a wonderful day, friend.